0: Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He, a show that's so hot, want to touch the (laughs) hiney.
1: That was one of my favorite quotes right there, man. I love it. (laughs) Billy Madison was beautiful. (laughs) So good.
0: I'm your host, Rob Lambert, and I am joined by my co-host, Josh Frankenstein. Beautiful. I love it. And uh, hey, we're joined this week by uh, an awesome friend, awesome guy, guy from our past, guy from our present. Hopefully, a guy from our future, <laughs> uh, yeah, Danny, right. Tur- yeah. Danny Turner. How you doing, Danny? Good. How's it going, dude? Doing all right. Doing good. Glad to have you here. And Thank- uh, yeah, thanks for joining us tonight, man. No problem. Absolutely. Hey, Josh, I do have to ask you a question because go ahead. After our first episode, I thought a lot about this. I have to tell okay. you, like, I I stayed up at night and I I did text you. I said, you know what? When you first said when you when you let me know that your name is Josh Frankenstein, it's yeah. It it shocked me at first, but then I realized you might be a genius, but I do have a question for you. I, I appreciate I need, that. Go ahead. I need <laughs> I need some clarification. Okay, Frankenstein, are you Frankenstein the monster or are you Frankenstein the doctor
1: or are you Frankenstein something completely different? People you want know, to know. I don't I don't Yeah, I don't even think that uh, that we have to have a debate here. I think it's pretty obvious. It's Frankenstein the doctor.
2: elaborate on that i think i think we do need to i think we do need to debate
1: this (laughs) i don't think we need to debate this hey rob you remember back in the those years when we were touring around everywhere um like my main responsibility was to load the trailer and everyone was calling me dr mario
0: oh yeah dude you were the international tetris champion that's right we needed to get you a jacket (laughs) exactly
1: exactly so it's kind of a play off that i'm definitely the doctor not the monster but apparently danny has a different opinion than i do yeah
2: i've i've uh i've played a lot of music with you uh, you, you you could be considered a monster at some point
1: <laughs> rob might actually agree with you
2: on that one too Dude, every time he
0: was going to load that trailer i would just look at the size of the trailer and then i would look at all of our stuff and i would just look at josh and say the doctor is about to operate and then somehow he would just fit it all in there beautifully and safely it was ridiculous it was a talent i don't know
2: how it worked man but see it's it... it's kind of fantastic having somebody around like that to where you're like oh i'll help you load it and they're like no it's cool you can't do it right and you're like all right <laughs> dude
1: that and that's almost exactly how it was and then, <laughs> and then you and the rest of the band stand around and <laughs> yeah josh dude, loads it on everyone like, just brought it to the trailer and i just like all right back off yeah and you just men, have minute work here yeah, stroke
2: <laughs> you just have to stroke his ego a little bit and then he's like all right cool and then everybody's happy yeah
1: that's right. I don't know That's what right. it was, man. It's it's what I like to do. So it was awesome. Dude, speaking of
0: music, yeah. okay, so I, my wife and I, we were house sitting. I have I have a confession to make. My okay. wife and I, we were house sitting for these folks, and I am I'm not one who usually listens to the radio. I'm a podcast guy. So anytime I jump in the car and I'm driving, I'm listening to a podcast. Uh, you know, my brother, my brother and me Fair enough. uh you know sometimes, even I should like I probably do that more often too, Joe Rogan or something like that. Like, I'm always listening to a podcast, but these folks had they let us borrow one of their cars while they're gone, and they had a satellite, like a Sirius XM or whatever, uh, subscription. And so, I'd never experienced that before, so I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. And so, I have to tell you, I was I'm not proud of this. <laughs> I was Uh-oh. I got into the car one time and I kicked it on, and right as the, the car turned on. It was in the middle of a song, and it was a song that I had never heard. And Elena of Avalor? Uh, no, no, I know that song <laughs> like the back of my hand. No, if it was that one, I would be fine. It's even worse. Um, this song kicks on, and it's like it's like halfway or three quarters through, and it's just got this rock and riff, and then this guy's voice comes in, and he's singing, and I'm like, it sounds familiar, but. I don't know for sure who it is, but he's singing, American Dreams, American Lies. And he's singing, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this song is like pretty decent. So then it gets to the end of the song, and the guy's like, and that was off the new Papa Roach album, American Dreams. Oh, man. And I realized that I was rocking out to Papa Roach. (laughs) And I needed man. to pull the car over and cry a single tear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> man, so, this song's actually pretty good. I felt so dirty,
0: so dirty. I will That's say, all right, man. I will say their their new album. I I think they're going back, dude. They're taking it back to the the good old days, and they may be redeeming themselves.
1: Like days of last resort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, dude. All right, all right. However, yeah. Th- is- Is that something to be proud of, though? For them, it is, man, because when you consider the fact that, like, they wrote an album, and I, I forgot what the album was, but it was basically almost all balladly, or ballady, you know? I mean, Last Resort at least came out, like, on the edge of Lincoln Park and Creed, you know, I mean, it was kind of yeah. that genre, so it was considered harder music when it first came out. I mean, by today's standards, obviously, it's, you know, it's not that. But oh, it's awful. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but I mean, if they can at least go back to where they started, maybe find yeah. their roots a bit, and then, you know, develop from there, then that'd be great.
2: Yeah. My wife has that song on her iPod, and every once in a while it comes on shuffle and Every time, I, I cannot skip fast enough. <laughs> Last year. Yeah, I hear, cut my life. And I go, I'm skipping. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> cut
0: okay, but I do. Pieces. Dude, I do have a bone to pick with them. Because off the same album, they have a song, they have a single that's called Broken Teeth. And I listen to it. And if you go listen to it right now, any anybody who's listening to this, which is probably the three of us. um, if you if you <laughs> go, if you go and listen to the intro of that song and then you pull up the song A Moment Suspended in Time off of Define the Great Line by Under Oath they have uh-huh. note for note ripped the intro of that song off and oh sacrilege was, I was not happy about it cuz that is actually yeah. not only my favorite Under Oath album but that is one of if not the favorite under Oath song so as soon as the riff hit i was like i know that riff you borrowed it my friends <laughs> so i don't know yeah. man
1: unfortunately man at, at some point you kind of feel like every song has been rocked out like how how does a song not sound like a predecessor or 10 or a hundred you know over the last x amount of decades of music you know what i mean so i I don't know why I shouldn't be saying this, I kind of feel like I have a little bit of grace, but you know it you just kind of feel like you're being stabbed in the back when it's one of your favorite bands that's been robbed from yeah <laughs> you you can have all the
2: grace you want, but when they steal from Under oath, it's, yeah dude. <laughs> it's it's a little personal
1: exactly
0: that's all I'm saying so yeah no, all that not to say to that. all that to say i uh i took a road i took i took a walk down the papa the papa road and uh
1: the Papa road. <laughs>
0: And I got halfway down the road before I realized where I was. And once I was before there, realized, uh, it I'm was too late to turn road. back. I need to get out. Yeah. Hey, was-
1: you, you want to know something really unfortunate, bro, is the next time you get in that same vehicle and turn on Sirius XM, it's going to be trapped that shows oh, up No <laughs> that, radio. That happened the other day, so- too. I kicked it. I kicked on the – once again – I went to plug
0: my phone in, and I was having issues getting it to pop up on my stereo. And so I was like, "All right, it's radio time. Turn on the radio." First thing I hear is "Headstrong will take you on." Like, oh
1: God, yeah, dude. So
0: a couple years ago, my friend was
2: in uh, was in Vegas. And it was probably like three or four years ago, and uh, he tells me he's like, "Yeah, dude, I'm at the I'm at the Pod and Trapped show." I was like trapped like, in pod like, playing what together in the world
1: man like,
2: are you in vegas or are you in like 2003 yeah it's like What's hey uh, when did you oh, borrow a delorean the <laughs> yeah they're still relevant <laughs> apparently they are apparently apparently they're still touring that
1: is not cool man
2: dude i don't know what record they're touring probably probably still riding the
1: coattails of headstrong but oh, you know playing the hits bro man, th- talk talk about a band right there pod that that That's a letdown for me, man. Uh, so, I mean, a little bit of history. Like, uh, when Satellite came out, um, when that record came out, dude, it, it, I had just left Chowchilla. I was at college. Like, dude, that album to me was just phenomenal. And after Marcus left the band and they picked up Jason, I thought, dude, these guys, they're going to go to a whole nother level. Because, I mean... Jason Truby, dude, is just like one heck of a, a guitar player, man. That next album just flopped yeah. so bad. And they've never recovered, man. Yeah. It's just really unfortunate. You Didn't know, Rob, do you remember that show that we went to in Sacramento? Um that had uh had Lincoln Park on the Meteora Tour and it, oh, yeah. it was P.O.D. And you know, I mean, POD sitting there, dude, they had just come out with p.o.d because that you know is a self-titled album yeah and their entire set was almost stuff from satellite it's like they weren't even proud of you know their own record it was yeah. really sad
2: i will i will say youth of the nation certainly holds up today oh yeah i probably listen to that song a, at least once a week
1: yeah no they, everything from that album dude that was a multi-platinum album like yeah. it was just it was just good andrew saw them recently did he, oh, that's right, in Fresno, yeah, And he actually, said yeah. he said
2: uh, Marcus is back. Yeah, it was, no, he, he has was, been really, for a while. He was you were in the lineup. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, that's crazy. He has been for crazy. a while.
0: I will yeah. say, dude, Satellite, like, that album was would be hard, hard for anybody to follow, dude. After an album like Satellite, I feel like it's so hard to follow up with something that's going to be as big or, like, as epic, you know, and have so many yeah. songs on yeah. it that are going to be just, like, bangers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think every band has that problem, though. Oh, for
2: sure. They, for the majority of bands, given there's a few exceptions, but dude,
1: pick pick one. I mean, they're yeah, you're right. Even, they're all over the even, place.
2: Even even bands that we all love, Under Oath Define the Great Line. What came out after that? It was uh, Lost in the
0: Sound. Lost in Sound of yeah, Separation. Sound, that, yeah, that mm-hmm. was a
2: good record, but it was not Define
1: the Great Line. Define the Great Line yeah. was,
2: was their defining line.
1: That was that was a redefining though. Of Under Oath because that album came out right after Aaron left the band, no. so they were trying it, to find a I new sound. I think Aaron sound. was in. I think Aaron was I'm in. I'm pretty for that sure he wasn't, man. I'm pretty sure he left like at the end of the tour of Define the Great Line. I mean, well, I, I he, could be wrong, but I was. I thought that's when he took off. Yeah, no. I mean, I think. I think it actually. What was the album after that? Was it,
0: it was was it Illuminator or what was the name of that? Al- Disambiguation. It, it, was, it was something oh, weird.
2: I, I want to say Aaron was in for uh, Lost in the Sound of Separation because he okay. was on. He was on that track, too bright to see, too loud to hear.
0: Yeah, because he's in the he's in the music video for that. So I think he actually left after that album, and then Disambiguation was the one where Spencer sort of took over more of the vocals, and then they had the drummer from Norma Jean. Which dude? I mean, the, now that the original lineup is back, like, did you guys go see them for the
1: Rebirth tour? Yeah, dude. I didn't. I mean, I ran into you in San Francisco. For right. That yeah. Show, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You and I. Yeah. You and I dude, saw that each was, other. That was literally, I can honestly say that was the best concert I've ever been to. Ever been to. I, I mean, when you can see one of your favorite bands, if not your favorite band, literally play their two best albums, in my opinion, back to back from forward to the end. I mean, dude, it was, it was just nuts. so legit.
2: Can can we please not talk about this? Because I was supposed to go to that with you, Josh, but yeah, then I missed it. I hurt my back <laughs> more than I've ever hurt any part of my body in my dude. entire life until this point. And man. I I literally couldn't move. And I just remember laying in bed thinking, Josh is watching Under Oath right now. Oh, man. And it was and magical. I'm, and I'm laying in bed in pain. <laughs> this is the worst day of my life. And then he came back and he was like, dude, it was so amazing. Like, <laughs> like the best up. show I've
1: ever seen, dude. It was it was awesome. He was sending me pictures. It
2: was the worst,
0: dude. Yeah, I... the best for him, worst for me. I was up on the barricade, so, you know, you know they're set up, they're set up in the usual uh, setup. You know, you got Chris all the way to the left playing the keys, and so I'm up on the barricade, basically, right in front of Chris while he's getting crazy, and then you know Tim is right there playing the guitar. But I remember, oh yeah, it the show started, and I was like, I was wearing like jeans and like a button, like a button-up shirt. And by the end, you had that even... flannel on, is what you were wearing. Yeah, dude. yeah I, were I don't wearing even the... wearing a shirt. <laughs> I don't even think it was like the end of the the concert. I think they made it through, a, like the first album, and then they took a little break before they came back and did "Define the Great Line." And like, yeah. the lights come up, and I look at myself, and I'm like. Sweat through my shirt. My shirt is ripped open. I don't know how that happened. How did <laughs> my, my, my hair is crazy? Like I know somebody grabbed my butt a few times. I was like, this is the greatest <laughs> concert ever.
2: Isn't isn't it dude. awesome though? So so two two dads go see Under oath and they're just instantly transported back to when they were like oh, dude, college kids man. Having the time of their
1: life. Yeah. It, it was, was phenomenal. It was nuts, dude. I, It definitely felt. It brought a little bit of that youth back, man. I mean, that was that was a huge inspiration, man. And then you had to to drive home and
2: wake up for work the next morning. You're like, oh, I didn't go to work. I'm getting getting too old
1: for this rigs. No, no. (laughs) I didn't go to work the next morning. (laughs) Did you just make a lethal lethal weapon joke? That was beautiful. (laughs) He did. Yeah, I did. Yes. He 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 went back there. Can you believe (laughs) that? Yeah, dude. So
0: I mean, yeah, that was an awesome. It's awesome experiences like that that I feel like redeem these experiences where I'm riding in a car and I happen to be listening to Papa Roach. But let's be honest. (laughs) so
1: funny, though. Let's be honest. We all have
0: (laughs) bands. We all have music. We all have songs that, like, if we're honest with ourselves, we're not too proud that we listen to it, but when nobody's looking or when no one else is in the car, we crank it up and we sing along. And so... That's one of the things I want to talk about tonight is your your best, and we're gonna get we need to just get real, like there's no (laughs) judgment. All right, just we're gonna be real with each other, supportive. I wanna know your guilty pleasure songs or bands. Tonight we're gonna have some confessions. So who wants to start? I I'll start because this is this is extremely
2: recent, as in this happened last night. So I was coming home from class, and first of all, uh, it, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, and it, it's a confession that I even have the song on my iPod. It's even worse that when it comes on shuffle, I'll, I'll not only leave it on, but I'll, I'll turn it up, and, and, <laughs> oh, no. and I, will sing, I will sing like there is no tomorrow, <laughs> and that song was Call Me Maybe, oh, and my. I mean... <laughs>
1: i mean i i I know
2: i know everybody kind of you know they they say oh that's my guilty pleasure but i mean like i was i was really going for it like
1: (laughs) he's trying to hit those notes i I couldn't i I wasn't hitting
2: them but not for lack of trying Because like, I mean, it's it's just me uh, from Merced to Chowchilla driving home from class.
1: Oh man! And you know what? That drive, when it gets lonely, you'll you'll pretty much put anything in, on in the middle yeah. of
2: the, in the middle of the night, just cruising ninety nine, sc- basically just screaming "Call Me yeah. Maybe," thinking I
0: should do a cover of this, and then thinking <laughs> or I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't do that. Dude, he's just you're nice. practicing for nice. your rock star moment when you can be front stage at a Carly Rae Jepsen concert, and then. She just hears you and singing then in a crowd. Up on stage. Yeah, she just yeah, Pulls yeah. you up, puts your heart in a bloody blender. <laughs> Next thing you know, dude, oh. you are, you are Carly Ray Jepsen. There you go. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> that I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's,
2: I'm sure there's way more, <laughs> and there's probably more embarrassing ones, but that was, it was an eye opener for me. No, that's pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. That's because you know you you know when you're when you're singing your guilty pleasure song and halfway through you're like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. Why are you doing you, this? You
2: immediately feel ashamed. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, ah, why am I? But then you're like, but here's that here's that chorus. I gotta get <laughs> I'm ready. ready to go. Uh, let, let me take a drink of water.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm ready to hit the notes. You, yeah. You just, catch, you just catch a glimpse of yourself in the rear of your mirror, and you're like, I hate myself, <laughs> but I kind of love myself right now at the same time. <laughs> oh,
1: That's hilarious. What about you, Josh? Yeah. Oh, man. You know, to be honest with you, the last time I was in a car alone <laughs> by myself, I was heading up to Bass Lake, and I don't know why but I put on Pink's Greatest Hits. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, like you're and in the car I, by yourself, no one
0: else. You look at your phone, and you're like, what can I listen to to make this trip amazing? And the thing that pops in your head is Pink's Greatest Hits.
1: Yeah, so I mean, to, to, to add a little bit of context here, what made it even worse is, like, all the way from Chilla, I was flipping through Kill so- or Kill Switch Engage and Under Oath. And Bullet for My Valentine. And, you know, obviously, (laughs) this drive from Chowchilla to to, uh, Highway 145, where where I'm just outside of Madera, is only about 25 minutes. So I probably made it through, like, five songs, you know, on this playlist. And started thinking, like, I just want to listen to something else. So, like, I look down at my phone, you know, it's running through Bluetooth and stuff. And, you know, you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. And you just kind of get to an artist, and you're like, sure, why not? (laughs) <laughs> you, you know it to put it, it go, put it on oh. pink yeah dude and uh, for some reason i listened to that to that greatest hits album so far Is what it's called all that. the way up to bass lake man and just loved it and you know were, I, were I, you
2: driving your pickup
1: yeah unfortunately god, I, god, my, my ford f250 god i love that <laughs> that's phenomenal yeah i know it was it was awesome man but I, I'm not going to apologize for this though, dude. Like honestly, um, as far as like some of the, some of my favorite female vocalists out there, like pink is one of them. Like, I I just, I, I like her. I like the tone of her voice. I like, I just, I always imagine that being someone that I could perform with because I really like the tone of her voice. I think she's got a phenomenal set of vocals, even though she's not like Mariah Carey or, you know, um, Name your other, you know, pop stars that are out there. I she's got a different take, man, and got a I don't give a crap attitude. Which she's uh you know, she she's on pretty the cool. She's so. on the edgier side of pop. <laughs> yeah, and well, that's the thing. If you've ever seen her in interviews or anything, Look, we're defending also, Pink. <laughs> yeah, I know. If if you've ever seen her in interviews, like I don't I don't feel like it's a I don't feel like it's an act. Like I feel like she's pretty real. I mean, dude, she dates or is married to Carrie Hart. I mean, the motocross champion. Oh yeah. So I mean, you know that that's not like really a culture that's you know fake. Maybe a little bro, but <laughs> oh my god, <gosh>. you know <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, getting sorry, back to bro, it. listeners. Yeah, that that's that was probably my guilty pleasure, dude. For, that's awesome for this episode. Yeah, that's fantastic.
0: I so mine is interesting because it was developed out of. I want to say necessity, but here's the deal.
1: This yeah, is Danny and I are looking at each other right now, like, "What?" I'm is, gonna spin. Is this I'm gonna mean?
0: spin you a little bit of a yarn. <laughs> that's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take you on a trip, and then I'm gonna bring you back home, and I'm gonna bed you down, and everything's gonna All make right. sense. Okay. So I found out the hard way. I found out the hard way that when you when you're riding in a car, if you plug your iPhone in. If you have no songs in your library, if you try to like play a podcast or something like that, it won't register, like it won't play. It has to have some at least one song in like iTunes or like the music app that it recognizes hey, there's audio on this phone or something like that. That's what I read anyway because I couldn't get it to work. So, um, the reason. I was in the predicament where I didn't have any music on my phone is that I don't buy music. I just usually subscribe to like Spotify or something like that. But a while back, my wife had bought one particular album that somehow synced to both of our phones.
1: And so every time I would plug (laughs) my... And by somehow you mean you actually went in there and you you downloaded it. (laughs) Dude, shut up. By your (laughs) wife, you mean you bought it. So,
0: uh, and if anybody knows the way that you know the iPod or the iPhone works, when as soon as you plug it in, it auto plays. So every time I would get in my car and plug my phone in, no matter what I wanted to listen to, right? And immediately, what would start playing is the album 1989 by Taylor Swift. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh no. And so please, I got really I got really please. sick of it. I got really sick of hearing oh. it autoplay, so I deleted it off my phone. But then my iPhone, my, my my uh podcast wouldn't work. Oh man. So I had to re-download it. And I have to say, <laughs> when my phone plugs in, as soon as it starts kicking on, I have to say, dude, I have not been as quick to turn it off. Shut it off. <laughs>
2: oh rob so, so that's bad okay I mean, I mean, but yes but it's, it's it's not it's not that bad because i i i'll admit it openly and i won't even you know be shy about it that i i used to somewhat enjoy taylor swift okay i thought oh. she i thought she wrote i thought i thought she wrote some catchy songs
1: you can't and but, by deny by that. she, you mean all of her producers. Well, yeah, yeah wrote wrote her catchy songs. But
2: now, I mean, that what's that new record that she has out in that new single, don't don't Look care. What You Made Me Do? Yeah. Yes. Be, <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Dude, I've never been a fan. I a, will never be a fan ever ever, dude. Ever. Uh, the problem, point. The problem with this
0: album, the reason that it haunts my dreams, dude, is there's so many bangers on it, bro. <laughs> Okay? <laughs> Dude, when you're we talking are never, about... ever,
2: ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> exactly. Dude, Come yeah, on. There it is. Who doesn't? Does Shake it, it
0: off. off. You got Blank Space. You got Bad no. Blood. I mean, Boom. there's there's some deep tracks Dude. on here that people uh, don't
1: even know about yet. Yeah. yeah. All the, all the ones that you're describing right now are the ones that just make me hate all of that even more. <laughs> no. I can't stand it. Ni-
2: 1989 the, was your last good the record. The only go, thing I'll about on those songs that.
1: that make me smile is when I see my kids dancing to them. That's about it. Other than that, I'm like ready to burn them. Like, no. I don't want to hear them. Oh, yeah. Totally. You can't deny. I mean, she's
0: she's gone from teardrops on her guitar to <laughs> just, dude... <stood. laughs> She has a blank space, and she will write your name, okay? <laughs>
2: uh, she's she's a Kardashian of, of the music industry. Okay, can uh, You can't, can't fault actually, her Actually, I, I
1: can't say that I can't stand her. I've never met her. I've never talked to her, so I'm not going to go that far, but I definitely can't stand the music I'll, she puts out. I'll go out. that far.
2: I, I would say I probably wouldn't like her as a person, but as a musician, I'd be in her band. Oh, for what sure. D- that's oh, not sure. the question here, dude. Like, if someone's going to pay me to play for Taylor okay, Swift, fine. then yeah, I'll be in a okay. band. I, I wouldn't like her as a person, but <laughs> I, I'll listen to her music
0: driving down the 99. No, I won't do that. Not with my wife in the car. My, my look wife really hates her. Hey, uh, Taylor
1: Swift, uh, I hate you, but can I be on your tour? <laughs> yeah, there yeah. You, there you go, man. Yeah, no, uh, well I don't I don't blame you, Rob. I mean, this is guilty pleasures and everybody is uh, entitled to their own and stuff like that. But man, that is one I cannot stand, bro.
0: Dude. OK. And then here's the other thing. OK, the, the first time I ever got a taste of this album, I was shopping with my wife and we were in some store like The Gap or Claire's or something. I have no idea. But over the PA, I hear this song. And it's I'm I don't recognize the voice. It's because it's obviously a different style, pun intended. And um, I'm like, who is this? What song is this? So I pull out my phone and I open my Shazam because I apparently am a 40 year old man. And I Shazam. Well, we're this, getting there. Yeah. <laughs> I Shazam the song, and it happens to be the song "Style" by Taylor Swift. And I'm like, Ugh. dang it! But Here's what I'll say. Two of the best like metal covers that I've ever heard. There's a band called Crap, I can't remember, but they did a metal cover of Blank Space that I thought was really good. You can find it on YouTube. All right, I'll have to take a listen to that. If okay. you just is it like you,
2: I Prevail or something.
0: Yes. If you YouTube I Prevail, Blank Space, it's oh, awesome. So you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. The okay. other one is the song Style. Which, as soon as I heard it, I was like, a metal cover of this song is going to be beast mode. And then two bands did it. And one of them, I can't remember which one I like more. If you go and you search metal cover style, uh, there's two bands. One of them is called The Weight of Atlas. And I don't remember. And the other one has Atlas in its name also. But the way you'll know is one is like a just like a lyric video. And then one is like a live not alive but it's like the the band actually playing the music and it's like a music video and the one where they're playing the music that band if that's weight of atlas i can't remember but that's that cover of that song style is amazing just ugh it's so good
1: it's pretty awesome when people can take a really crappy song and improve it by doing it the better way so
2: so does that make it
1: inherently <laughs> crappy or inherently not crappy i don't know it's like a The chicken or the egg argument, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, this song (laughs) sucked, but now it's really awesome. (laughs) Did it really suck to begin with, or or did the person performing it suck? How philosophical of
0: you. Dude, it's like (laughs) this weird, it's this fine line where you don't know, like, was it awesome and they made it awesomer, or did they take the dookie and turn it into gold?
2: Like, you know, a lot of people don't like Bob Dylan's voice, but they're like, oh, he can write a good song, and then Hendrix covers All Along the Watchtower, and it's an amazing song. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Was All Along the Watchtower always a bad song? Or?
1: <laughs> or, or how about Phil Collins' Can You Feel It Coming in, in, in the Air Tonight? Or just In the Air Tonight? <laughs> do you remember that cover, Roth? <laughs> in the Air Tonight? Uh, the Air. Yeah, In the Air. The Air.
0: <laughs> Tonight's, tonight in the Air, is I think was what it was called.
1: Dude, we got we to look into the
0: laws surrounding like what clips we can play. Why, why do that when we can just we can just do it? We can just sing it? Here, I'll do the no. Drums. I'm not gonna do du- that. No, i t- no.
1: I can feel it coming. No. Yeah, let's stay away from that, <laughs> dude. It's like pitch
0: perfect over here. We got this. I'll be Fat Amy, yeah. and dude, I wanted to be Fat Amy. All right, you can be Fat Amy. That's fine. Well, hey, all of us all of us now I, I just feel like we're so much closer we've we've got these things off of our chest we're i feel lighter i just feel better about myself thank you guys yeah I, you. I
1: do feel like i'm just kind of
0: floating right now it's kind of nice <laughs> what's interesting is that we just basically spent like 20 minutes like promoting carly ray jepson taylor swift and pink so
1: good job you're welcome, everybody. ladies. That's right. <laughs> it, three
2: dudes who are just gushing over underwear. They're like, No, I love Carly Ridge. <laughs> she's, she's so tight. That's the irony in it, you know? <laughs>
1: That's the way it goes. And for those of you listening, if you don't have a guilty pleasure or you think you don't have a guilty pleasure, you're lying to yourself That's and right. everybody else. Absolutely. So, it, Absolutely. they exist. Speaking yeah. of, I if mean, you,
2: everybody's default d- guilty pleasure is Neil Diamond. If you, oh, if you can't think oh, of one, dude, Neil sweet, sweet Caroline. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, if you're having trouble thinking of your guilty pleasure it 10 it, times it, out of ten it's yeah nightmare. it's
1: gonna be a meal or journey
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that really guilty pleasure maybe
1: not but here, here's the thing about journey though like as epic as they are and as big as they were um for their time period and everything like they were never really like 70s rock they get like thrown into that but they weren't really 70s rock they were you know there was a lot of ballads that they yeah. wrote that weren't really what I would call rock you know so um i mean don't stop believing it, are, do any one of the three of us actually think that's a rock song man i ha- i had been to yeah. it <laughs> I mean of course. Yeah, after you after you've thrown a few back. Well,
0: Anybody at a wedding is going to headbang to Don't Stop Beliefing. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely- Okay. Have
1: you been to a wedding where that song's played? Okay, so yeah, yeah. All right. That, I think that's going to settle it right now <laughs> like if that song or if any song has been played at a wedding depending on the type of wedding, if it's a traditional wedding, it probably can't qualify as a as a rock song. Rock song, you know. That's a that's a party pleaser. Was not you your wedding ordered. song, Nickelback. Ooh. Yeah, that wasn't a rock song either, from a rock <laughs> band though. Yeah, who have actually written other rock songs? Try and compare that's, Nickelback. That's to, debatable. To, oh. <laughs> it, was yeah, no, no.
0: it was a bold choice. It was a bold choice to have your first dance <sighs> to to Nickelback's "Like We're
1: Animals," but <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Everybody, take note. <laughs> but we saluted you. my like graphic people. Right in front of a church crowd too. That's what made it even oh more goodness. awesome. That's amazing. Can, can we get the bride and groom to the dance floor? Perfect. It was epic. Oh my gosh. that's amazing. Well, hey everybody,
0: everybody's got guilty pleasures, whether they want to admit it or not. And if you have one, that's right. We would love to. Uh, we'd love to hear about it. So. Uh, you can either uh, tweet us at uh, you me and he podcast, or uh, go ahead and leave us a comment at facebook.com slash you me he podcast, and uh, just use it as a moment to be therapeutic, to get some things off your chest. You're gonna love it. It's good. That's
1: right. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We, we won't left make fun of out, you. So yeah. we won't make fun of you that much. Just a little bit.
0: Not that much. At yeah. least not publicly. Yeah. Or right.
1: if we do make fun of you, we won't release your name. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so speaking of
0: people leaving comments, speaking of listeners joining in and being a part of the show, uh, we love to take a listener question. So if you uh, if you have a question for us that you'd love for us to kind of talk about or debate or uh, just give our opinion on, then, uh, or even if you have a problem that you need us to solve, yo, you got a problem, we'll solve it. Check out this plug while... Josh revolves it. Anyway, um, uh, you can drop it at those same places <laughs> on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, so this question, completely random, has nothing to do with what we've been talking about tonight, but it's amazing, uh, it came from our buddy Dave, and he asked us this. Would you rather eat a hot dog, a hamburger, or a pizza while skydiving?
1: Interesting question.
0: <clears throat> is this like a whole pizza, or is this like a slice of pizza? I would say... I'm gonna, go I'm gonna go whole pizza. I'm gonna go whole pizza. Let's to change it up a, a little whole bit. Whole pizza? Who skydives with one slice of pizza? That's go bigger than the home Josh. <laughs> Who, Who skydives sky with, with a whole pizza? Yeah.
2: <laughs> how many uh, sli- how many slices are we talking of this whole pizza?
1: Are we talking twelve? Let's go probably let, just uh, to keep it. Let's call it... it a medium large from round table.
0: Ooh, See, yeah. well, I think round table is it's too obscure. Like that's too rich for some people's blood. We gotta go five dollar pepperoni from Little Caesars. What is that? 8 slices. Okay. Oh.
2: So it's so is it the square one or is it the round
0: one? No, no, no. We're going round. Hot and ready, baby. Hot and ready. I think that yeah. one of these is
1: the easy choice. And Okay, so clearly, one that I'm going to just take off the table right now is the hot dog. Why would you take that off the table? Because for the simple fact that the way I eat my hot dogs, like I've got like onions on there, okay. And, and spicy brown mustard That's and relish, fair. and all that stuff's going to come flying okay, off but, as I'm but going let, down, baby. Let me, let me present like, you with these facts.
2: You could put those onions and the relish and the mustard on underneath. the bun, and then you put the dog on top. It's all it's tucked in, baby. It's ready to go to sleep. I don't think it happens <laughs> that way. I really don't. I,
0: really don't. I, th- I think it could. <laughs> I personally, I think the hot dog is the easy choice. I think the hot dog is is – the the novice route because just like danny's saying all the toppings you can just tuck them into that crevasse and once the dog is in there that bad boy is like cock lock and ready to rock for sky
1: well you could just as easily do it with the with the hamburger too i mean let's call it an in and out burger but double double man okay it's wrapped nice and tight you know i mean nothing's coming flying out i I, like it's all it's Sandwich between two buns.
2: I think it's all good. I think the 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 obvious choice for the easy
1: answer is is pizza. It's, I feel like it is. It's
2: literally the only one that is just one
1: piece of thing. And like top it off, dude. If it's a whole pizza, you fold that bad boy in half. Amen. <laughs> make like a calzone. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> down?
2: All right. Okay. So 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 we do have the option to say, "Hey, pizza maker, I'm about to jump out of a plane. Don't cut it." That's right. Just let me fold it in half that's, one time. That's what I'm thinking. And have man. a huge, like ginormous, medium sized pizza oh, taco. Oh,
1: and and to our listener Dave, by the way, we just created a new food. It's the pizza taco. Yeah. Pizza taco. Just like the calzone, but you know. Because because a hot dog a hot
2: dog is you, you can tuck everything underneath the dog and keep it secure, but that's that's a lot of moving pieces. That is a lot of moving you know, pieces. Figuratively and literally. And the <laughs> same thing with a hamburger. I mean, you got two buns. You got two slices of cheese, two patties. Yeah. There's, that's a lot of things. That's a lot of stuff in there. Pizza, you just have. It's all just melted on. Yeah. You just, just have just, right there. This, it's like one piece. You just have one solid thing that you need to control yeah. while you're plummeting <laughs> to your death.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree. One, I le- agree, one you know. less thing to worry about. I'm going to have to go with the uh, Little Caesars $5, $5 special here.
2: See? But that's not my answer. my answer. That's not your answer. My answer, too, I think, huh?
1: would
0: be. You may be going down I the road me. I was going to go. I, 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 I want to say
2: my answer would, I don't know.
1: <laughs> he's I, like honestly debating this right now. You should see coming, the look on his face. He's, he's like he's oh, having an existential oh, crisis. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go
2: hot dog, final answer, because what's more American than skydiving <laughs> with a hot dog in your hand? And I'm going to have a Budweiser in my other hand. Oh. Come
1: on. All right, I think Danny wins this. Dis- well, actually, technically, you could have you could have that beer with a burger, too. It would be more difficult to to take the pizza with one of those. So if you are plummeting to your death, you definitely want a, a cold brew there with you as well. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I mean, I guess you don't have to plummet to your death. You know what?
1: Dad. I think I just had my mind changed.
2: Yeah. You're welcome. You're Thanks. going with the
1: dog? I think I'm going to have to now. Here's the deal. Dude. You're both... A, co- a cold one with a hot dog? Oh,
0: man. You're both taking the easy way out. Here's the deal. The dog is the easy choice because, like we said, we can tuck it all in. The pizza comes in second because, like you said, if somehow you can convince that guy in the back at Little Cesar's not to slice the bad boy, then, yeah, you got yourself a pizza taco, a.k.a. calzone. But I think that for somebody who's going to jump out of a plane while consuming food. This this says to me, this is somebody who doesn't only want to live life to the extreme. They want to take every single moment to the extreme. So why take the easy road? The hamburger is the clear choice for the most extreme because, like you said, there's so much to it. I mean, as soon as you hit the air, that top bun is flapping. There is, there is lettuce. There's shredded lettuce and and secret sauce flying everywhere and you are <laughs> so you're wanting the mess as I'll, you're going down is what you I'm saying. not wanting the mess. I'm saying if you're going to do this. You wanting the you want the victory. I want the I, challenge. Okay. I want to go big or I want to go home. But see gotcha. my, my
2: my only thing with that is have have you ever eaten a hamburger driving your car? You you can do it one-handed and you you can keep everything relatively intact. Yeah. I mean, granted, you're not free-falling from however far you free-fall from. Yeah, if we want to use this as
0: an experiment, you need to stick your head and the burger outside the window while you're driving. You know what? I just found out what I'm doing
2: tomorrow. (laughs) If you you see some crazy dude on the news hanging out his car window, chowing down on a double-double, it's
0: me. Just wave. I'm seeing how far we can take this. (laughs) Well, hey, Dave, thanks All for the right. question. And once again, hey, if you have, yeah, like we good. said, if you have a question, throw it our way. It could be about anything, literally anything, and we would love to give our two cents on it. Uh, guys, as we come to the end of our time, one of the things that we love to do is what we call the Socrates. We like to take a look back at the yes. episode. Everything that we've talked about, We are we, technically we are older than when this episode started. Hopefully we are a little bit wiser. We've learned things about ourselves and about each other. And so, gentlemen, in light of everything we've talked about today, if you could look back on a younger you and give yourself some advice, what would you say to your
1: younger self? I would say, Josh, don't let anyone look down on you for liking pink. She's a phenomenal artist. Enjoy that music. That Yeah, there we go. Just let your younger me would have been embarrassed. Beautiful.
2: Just let your freak flag I'm, fly. I, I'm touched.
1: Beautiful. That's right.
2: Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say, uh, you know what, Danny? You buy that Carly Rae Jepsen shirt. You wear it. Don't, wear it with pride yeah, don't, and don't, get it in pink. Yeah, don't let anybody tell you. And I would say, you know what? If you have the opportunity to dive out of an airplane holding a hot dog and a Budweiser, do, do it. it. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I think I'll I would. And it. send the video to Rob. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I think I would. Uh, I think I would have to sit myself down, look myself right in the eye, and say, "Rob, stay away from satellite radio because Papa Roach is coming for you, and they want your blood." <laughs> hey, we want to thank everybody for listening to uh, you, me, and he. And hey, until next time, my name is Rob. This is Josh Frankenstein. This is Danny. Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.